Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. It is June 13, 2011, and you are listening to the VRO. Tonight's Vampire Diaries. Tonight's Vampire Diaries host is me, Jessica, along with my daughter, Brannon, our new, our newest co-host. I'm very excited about that. As always, Amy is running our switchboard. Tonight's guest is one of our most exciting interviews of the season, Mr. Daniel Gillies. Daniel plays one of the oldest vampires in Mystic Falls. Now, first of all, before we start, I want everyone to know that Daniel just told us he is doing his interview from his bed, so how exciting is that? Hey, Daniel, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. I don't know how exciting that is, actually. I've got, it, it's kind of a mess here. Uh, I've got, I, I got, I was, as I was saying to you before, I've got, I now have a cat and a puppy on on the bed. I, I got my gorgeous little boy, and he's nibbling away at his side. He's, uh, I think he's got a flea or something. I gave him a treatment, but I don't know what's happening. This is, this is this little mutt that I picked up in uh, Puerto Rico. And, well, sometimes uh, you have to treat them more than once. So I know, I know. You might have to take a bath or something. Man, I'm, I'm a bad father, I guess, but it's, 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 it's not as sexy as it sounds. But um, being on my bed, because it's kind of a zoo. But, uh, hey, it's a pleasure to be here, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. Well, you know, Elijah is one of our very favorite characters on The Vampire Diaries. So, um, oh, that's wonderful. You definitely made our night by coming on. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Sure. Well, I want you to know that the VRO is a fan-based radio show. That, so that means that most of our questions were submitted by fans for you. We're also thankful you are willing to take callers tonight. A lot of casts, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. We haven't had anybody in a while who is willing to take callers, so that's really exciting for us. And um, I want to let those callers know that um, they were pre-selected tonight. So if you are one of the ones calling in, you know that because you, so you have an email, you know, giving you your prearranged time and everything. So just make sure you adhere to that. And I'm sorry if anybody wasn't one of the ones selected this time. We'll try to make sure that we get a different group of people next time. So, all right, Daniel, Brandon's going to start with your first question. Cool. Okay, when you first started working in TVD, was it hard being the new guy on set coming into an already established cast? Yeah, it, it was actually. It, it, it's already it's always really difficult because um, shows are these you know, especially with television, they're these well-oiled machines, you know. And there's it doesn't matter how old you get, you know. You, there's always a degree of like I I hope that. I hope that I'm respected here, or um, I, ho- I hope that uh, people enjoy the, the work that I do here. I hope it, it's it's always, you know, p- people are examining each other. They're, they're you know, we, we really we're really very animal at heart people, I think, and uh, and and we we sort of check e- check each other out, and you know, um, without selling anybody down the river, there's definitely some some prima donnas in the business, and and I think that the people are always sort of you know wary of newcomers into the family and and whatnot. But I will say that you know the the Vampire Diaries folks are just so welcoming. You know, for, well first of all, you know I'd, I'd already done a movie with um, Ian uh, called The Sensation of Sight in 2005, so I already knew. <laughs> I already, I'm laughing telling you this. I already knew Ian and this kind of hijinks. He's He's kind of mischief, that kid, and I love I, I love Ian. He, he's fun. He's a uh, yeah. I, 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 he's always sort of uh, should we say molesting me, but 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 he's he's wonderful and he's great to be on. And he was you know what he he always sort of keeps great spirits on the set. Nina was wonderful. Nina, who's I can't I mean I can't even believe she's what twenty two. It's crazy to me. She's like you know, she was so sweet. And Paul, I had met in Vancouver. 
you know, um, about 10 years before. And it was kind of interesting because it was kind of like looking at the difference between, uh, you know, a boy and a man, if that makes any sense, you know, like, and, and, uh, and, but, but Paul was always very charming. I, I actually hung out with him 10 years ago in Vancouver and we, we went out together. So I sort of had some connections there, but yes, my long winded answer to your question was it, it, it was a little difficult because, I knew that I had a great responsibility with that character. I knew that it was kind of a great character. And I knew that I could have a lot of fun with it. And um, to be frank, I kind of wanted the character to survive. Like, I did I, I did see it as one of those characters that if it didn't work, you know, that, that Julie and Kevin would move beyond it. And, and, and that's their right, and I respect that. But I also, I just wanted him to be around. I wanted him to be unique and special. So there was that pressure that, that I sort of... Uh, placed upon myself, I guess, you know, to perform. Well, I definitely think that you you achieved that goal because I know that they weren't planning to keep Elijah along for longer, and, and you've been here a while. I mean, you keep coming back, so. Yeah, I'm very lucky in that respect, I think. I, I, I um, you know, and, and again, it's just, you know, thank you to, to Julie and Kevin, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we're all hoping that in season three somebody will pull the dagger out again. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, let's be frank about this. Uh, you know, if if we're gonna if we're gonna visit the corridors of the past, I think we're we're inevitably gonna uh, you know see Elijah. I don't think I don't think I'm uh, dis- destroying or damaging any clandestine plans here by saying, look, yeah, we uh, you know if we're looking into the past, and I think I think we're gonna see Elijah again, whether he comes back to the. Uh, Contemporary VD is, is, the, is, is the question, um, right. and, and that, that does require dagger extrication for sure. Oh, for sure. In interviewing a lot of the cast members this year, we learned that many of them auditioned for other roles before they were cast. Did you did you audition for any other roles than Elijah? If so, which one? And no, I did not actually. It, it was interesting. I um I remember going to the audition and thinking, uh, these kids are so pretty. I mean, literally, you know, the, the the fans of the VD would have gone nuts if they'd seen the audition room. That I, I, I turned up sort of not late in the game. I, I, it was interesting. Um, I, I know it was like day three or four of them sort of looking for this character, and I read it and remember thinking, oh, this is kind of a cool character. And and it was and you know, it's a tribute to the CW because they were looking. They they weren't. Their parameters were wide, meaning they weren't looking for a type that was like me. They were looking for just somebody who was going to bring something to the role, which is really neat. You know, there was you know African American kids, Asian kids, white kids, Eastern European Brits. You know, and there was just a lot of, you know, I mean, I, I really walked in and was like, I'm 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 in the wrong place. These kids are so pretty, but 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 it was it was it was also you know, uh, it was very flattering to to, to sort of. Uh, to get this role, but no, I did not. Um, I did not audition for for anything else. But I'm always, I'm always think, I'm always excited by whomever they bring because I think that they do a wonderful job. They always sort of capture a quality or an essence of something really special in like a given character. You can, you, they're really intelligent about. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not paying myself this compliment, but I think they're very, very smart about the way that they cast, and that's. That's half the battle, really, before you go into a show, a show. I think it's half the success of a show. I think they, I think that you know, Julie and Kevin and, and and the team have a really great eye for a person that's going to be a great servant to to a role. You know, um, I, I did receive word right after audition that um, 
that they were going to look older, uh, that look for somebody older for the role, and um, and which was sort of a bit because I thought I, I I do remember walking out and thinking I think I did all right with that. I think that was kind of good, but I, I you know, but you know, and they seemed excited in the room, but I wasn't sure, you know, so I sort of sort of left and forgot about it to be honest. And they, and then you know the next day I, I was told they were going to go look older and actually it made a lot of sense to me I went you know what this guy should be older he should be a lot older than I am I don't I don't know why and I just and sort of forgot about it and then it was three four weeks after that that I got a call saying uh, they're going to go young again and they're looking at you and then uh, and then a couple of days after that I got the call. That's pretty cool. I'm, I think they did a good job. I I'm, I want to say that um, we do the Vampire Diaries recap show, so we don't just do interviews. And um, I called it when I said that you and Klaus would be brothers. You know, everybody thought I was crazy, but I just knew in my heart that y'all were going to end up being brothers. So I think yeah, can I be I, honest with you? I I, I kind of guessed it too. You know, I kind of guessed it too when I was reading some of the earlier scripts, which is interesting because not a lot of people did because you know Julie keeps it impenetrable. Oh yeah, she does for sure. But that just means we're the two smartest ones in the bunch. So that works. Maybe in the universe. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I don't, okay. I don't want to pay us too high a compliment, but there, there's nobody smarter than us. Okay, I'm totally going to tweet that. So that works for me. But okay, um, just preparing snorted. for your role as Elijah, did you take into account the fact you were not only a vampire but also considered one of the originals? Yeah, that that was a tough thing because um and, and something that I was a little intimidated by that I did feel like an older actor like older actors sort of inherently have is that quality of of weight, you know, of 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 emotional weight. There's just a there's just, you know, there's something just so strong about like, you know, actors as they age and and so emotionally uh sexy you know about their personality this is one of the great things about being an actor is you can kind of there's a place for you no matter how old you are you know but but yes it was truly a consideration for me to think um you know this guy you know i'm sure that they haven't even determined how long my my dog is scratching i'm sorry if you can hear his collar jingling um buddy buddy put that down he's but he's buddy no biting no biting um you know, it's it, it's a it's a it's a hell of a thing to consider somebody who's been around for you don't know how long. So I had to sort of determine an age for him, and I guess to sort of a period of time. And I think I was off by about. I, I mean, I, it's it's difficult to even say how old Elijah is because because I I don't know. Um, uh, but I but I know I did know that he was somebody who would be studious and a student of of life and so that would mean he spoke multiple languages had multiple skills and you know it just had had all of the things that would be wonderful if you were an immortal and the, and and people carry those things with them it's it's in their eyes you know and uh that that was a consideration yeah i de- i definitely think that you you've been doing a good job with it and i'm wondering you. do you like doing the flashback scenes more than the present day stuff I didn't like I didn't I didn't like one more than the other. I, I I enjoyed them both. I think they did a wonderful job of doing the flashback stuff. I didn't think it was corny. I thought it was I thought it was human and accessible and you know to 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 a contemporary audience. We, we weren't exactly in tights sort of, you know, espousing you know, Shakespearean prose. We were we were really talking and dealing with con- buddy, 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 buddy. What are you doing? I got he's he's so buddy this guy. I'm sorry, um, buddy, put it down. Um, you know, 
I, I, I just felt that it was sort of very elegantly dealt with, you know. I felt it was very elegantly uh, dealt with the past stuff, but I I didn't enjoy one more than the other. I, I feel like every scene presents its own challenge, you know. Every 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 episode presents its own challenge, and you just have to sort of go in there with with a degree of strategy, but sort of you know know to be loose for the directors in case they go in another direction, and just hope that you honor the integrity of the character you know naturally i mean i'm one of those people who does look back at episodes and think oh, i wish i could do that better i wish i could do that better. i mean i do like i'm like every actor I, I i never look at it and think man what a what a fucking home run pardon my french i never think that you know i i i i, I wouldn't continue acting if i ever thought that you know i i i, I don't think anything i've done has has been a, a home run but I, I i just hope that i've captured a degree of something that's um that's interesting for people to uh uh, to fantasize with. Well, I think that most of it's been home runs, or else my daughter and I wouldn't have sit on the side of the road waiting to meet you by your car. So, <laughs> what what are you talking about? What do you what do you, what do you mean that you, so, you, you we live in Covington, so we actually um, we had we had met you at filming, and I was saying that um, most of your your stuff must have been a home run, or we wouldn't have been willing to stand out there all day waiting to meet you. So listen, you know, I, I I think it's that thing of you're your own worst critic, you know. But uh, but but I, look, man, it's just an honor to play this this character, and I think that um that you know you always want to uh you know look it's also the first time for me doing a, a, a character in years like when i was 20 21 and 22 i played a uh, the side i played this lawyer in this television show back in new zealand you know and um that was the last time i'd done a character for more than like three episodes you know so you do have to you know you're constantly building i didn't really sort of realize how sort of what a commitment it was Hey, darling, can you give me two seconds? My, my puppies are scratching to get out. Can you give me no, two seconds? Ahead, yeah. I, I swear to I'll be two seconds. Totally fine. Okay, guys, while Daniel takes the dog out, um, he, he was telling us before we went live that um, he found this little puppy on the side of the road in Puerto Rico, so it's really sweet, and him and his wife brought it home with him. And... I'm so sorry, you guys. That's he okay. Just, he needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Uh, We'll go to the next question. Um, I think the importance of your relationship with Klaus will continue to explain a lot when it comes to the backstory of your character. What do sure. you hope comes to life uh, to light about your brotherly relationship? C- can you repeat the last part of the question, please? Um, yeah. Um, well, before I repeat it, um, I need to tell everybody, um, if you're a caller that's supposed to call in, you can go ahead and call in, and Amy will start picking you up on the switch, and we're going to do one more question, and then we're going to let y'all ask your questions. So. Cool. All right. The question was, I think the importance of your relationship with Klaus will continue to explain a lot when it comes to the backstory of your character. What do you hope comes to light about your brotherly relationship? That's interesting. You know, um, it's not it's not often sort of discussed thing. I mean, um, that sort of fraternal uh, love thing. I mean, I mean, I, 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 my mind always sort of would. Start to investigate, like, just, you know, I mean, we're talking about centuries. I don't, I don't know exactly how long, um, you know, uh, these two, you know, how, I mean, we know how long ago the betrayal happened. I'm wondering if, uh, if you know, I, I, I wonder when precisely the murders happened. I wonder how long... Um, uh, 
Elijah's been on the run from Klaus. You know, it's really interesting because these questions are sort of um, predicated on, on on those established facts. You know, uh, right. and, and, and which which of course don't exist even even for me playing the, the character because we, we're sort of creating him as he goes along, which is both exciting and terrifying. Um, but you know, uh, I, I, I would hope that we see a degree of unity and a degree of um I, I, I like i would really like to watch those two explore the like the, the the limits of their their power you know um because it must have been just uh you know cuz you know he says to nina you know we're, we're the originals as far as we know all, all vampires come from us i mean there must have been a time when they were just when they were kings you know and that alone is, you know, I mean, look, I'll be frank with you. I, I'd love to explore it in a modern context, too. I think the idea of bringing, uh, of of looking at these two, like, can you imagine, like, I don't know, Klaus and Elijah, if, if they if they forgave each other. I mean, can you imagine those two in, like, Manhattan or Tokyo? Or, I don't know. I'm, you know, it, it's, it, it's just exciting to me. I mean, I, I even, you know, said to Julie one day, I said, uh, you know, oh man, you know, just the idea of these two sitting down together and talking is really exciting after just hundreds of years of betrayal, you know, and, and, uh, what I'm, I'm almost more excited about the, uh, the contemporary aspect of it, to be honest. And that's what I'd like to see that come to light, the, the idea of forgiveness and then what they could do from there. I mean, I was talking to Julie about the scene in heat where Al Pacino and, uh, Robert De Niro sit, sit opposite one another. And they basically, the, the, the you know, the, the cafe is basically like Switzerland in, in the movie heat, you know, and they're just sitting opposite each other discussing, how they're basically hunting one another, you know, and, right. and 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 the the resident tension of that scene is just um, it's palpable and 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 it's you know and, and not that I was suggesting that we have to have that scene to Julie, but I was saying I think God even even just the idea of these two in the same environment just talking is so menacing, you know, and and I and I kind of I I'd like to see them sort of uh, forgive and conquer. <laughs> It yeah, sounds I so, it sounds so megalomaniacal. Anyway, anyway. No, I totally agree. So I, I'm ready to see what's what's going to come. I think in the future we are going to get some some good stuff. And I agree, and I think that Julie will do an amazing job of creating these other family members. And I, I'd love to see those relationships and who who, who emerges from the, there as like the you know the closest siblings. I'm sure there's some deadly folks in there as well who are just as malevolent as uh as as the creatures of klaus and elijah oh absolutely okay um let's see amy do we have a louise allen on the line to ask her question we do not have louise yet okay do we have dana barter yes we do hold on and i will bring her on all right that's if our switchboard starts working hi dana hi hi dana how you doing I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming and being part of the show today. Oh, thank you for doing it. No, it's wonderful. Okay, Dana, so do you first, have a question? Before I ask my question, I just wanted to say that Elijah really has been the breakout character for season two for a lot of us, so thank you for that. Oh, no. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm I was just saying before to these lovely ladies it's 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 a it's a sort of a shock to me like that 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 he's as uh, popular as he is, but it's um it's a wonderful shock. 
And my question for you is, um, since the role has grown beyond what it was initially envisioned to be, are there any choices that you made early on as an actor that you would change if you had known then what you know now about the character? That's such a good question, and I'm kind of mad at you for for asking me that question. Um, <laughs> damn it. Um, you know, I, I, I want to be honest. Um, hmm. You know, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, that's also a question for Julie Pleck as my, and, and Kevin as much as it is for me because I, I wonder what they would say to that. Like, because I'm sure that they had certain trajectories and, and, you know, as I said before, it's their right to, to change or to remove a character at will and, and, and you know, because I was so... Uh, wonderfully blessed with being able to see this the rest of the season out you know I, I, you know they were making things up as they went along as I was so I, I don't to, to be honest with you and this is going to sound like the, the the politicians answer but I don't really regret a hell of a lot because I, I, I did the best under the circumstances which I was given you know I, I had certain facts in front of me and 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 though and I I acted upon those I I I have learned a lot about him as we've as I've grown with the series but you know, there's not. You know, I, I can't. I can't, for example, see something in, in a fourth or fifth episode and go, "Oh, why did I do that?" When you know, when now I know that he's he's he would never react like that to a certain given stimulus. You know, it's it's not. You know, you you, you can. This thing is is a living creature, the Vampire Diaries, and it's only getting bigger. It's this giant like octopus of awesomeness, and it's and you you kind of have to just uh, get out of the way of its tentacles. I I I, I do. You know, I'm I'm trying to think if anything immediately springs to mind that's like a regret or. Um, no, not really. I I I I I did my job according to what I I knew was there. Of, of course, I you know there's there's certain things in performances, there's certain lines, certain things that I wish weren't there. Uh, but I, I'm also not editing the the cut too, you know. And sometimes I I, I do I do think that there were even things that you, you think, well, that's that was a strange cut to go to because I know that we did we went in this direction with it, and actually. The other direction was more appropriate, but that's not my job. It's the editors and the, and the, and the creators of the show that they, they make they make their choices as well. So it's it's sort of difficult to have regret, if you know what I mean. I sound like such a politician, don't I? Well, and we all think you've done a great job anyway. But just wanted to ask that because we know that the role has taken on a little bit of a different spin from what it was originally supposed to be. So for sure, thanks for answering. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Dana. Thank Thanks. You. Okay, our next caller is Kim Layman. Is she on the line? Yes. Yes. Hi, Kim. Hi, Hi Kim. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And you? I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, participating today. No. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, so my question is, if you could choose which bad brother you could be um, to play one, which one would you be? Would you be Damon? Who, where he seems he still cares a little bit, or where Klaus is heartless? Wait, wait a second, wait a second. Throw, <laughs> throw that at me again. Give, give me that again. Okay, okay. If so choose- if you could, if you could choose to play Damon or Klaus, which as a brother, as a bad brother, where Damon seems to care still, or where Klaus is just heartless. Hmm. 
You know, this is a tough one because, again, I'm going to defer to the kingdom of vampire diaries that I know and and how it functions. (laughs) You know, it's a bit difficult to say that Klaus is heartless because Julie never really makes, and, and Kevin never really make people uh, bad and good guys. You, you, they might appear so on the surface at first, and then things will sort of develop. I mean, if you'll remember with Elijah, you know, in the beginning, I mean, he just looked like this tempestuous creature of like fire and brimstone. You know, he was almost biblical in his kind of mercilessness. You know, and then we saw these sort of other aspects of him. I don't. I, I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit early to call Klaus. Uh, just that single dimension of like heartlessness. I, I'm not sure that he is. He's look. He's ruthless, and he's probably he's he's seen a lot more of. He's seen a lot more life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and th- 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 than Damon has. So I think that th- there's a degree of detachment that comes with that. Which, by the way, Elijah has as well, you know, and and um and he's certainly, on the surface at least, seems even more heartless than Elijah did but I mean Elijah seemed like a like a dangerous assassin in the beginning let's be honest and, and there yeah. didn't be any anything anything kind of redeeming about him until he came to Nina to I just go back to Nina <laughs> until he came to Elena with the pact you know with 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 sort of the deal and he started negotiating with her so I mean it, it's but to answer your question as it stands he does seem sort of heartless would I rather be a Damon would I rather be a Klaus I'd rather be neither come on I, 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 I'd rather be Elijah who doesn't want to be Elijah he's awesome i got the coolest character there is that's, that's such a terrible way to answer that question but I, you know I, I, uh, look I couldn't play those characters better than those actors do I, I, I wouldn't I w- and, uh, and I certainly I uh, don't even want to entertain dreaming of of, of, of being either of them. Well, I, I want to keep my dreams fairly focused on on being Elijah and, and doing that to the best of my ability. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. I love you playing Elijah. It's just oh, fantastic. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right. Thank him for calling in. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Do we have Gloria? Yes, we do. Hi Gloria. Hi. Hi I'm not Gloria. even gonna um, fathom a way to say your last name, Gloria. So we're just gonna let you ask your question. No, okay. Gloria, tell me before we do. Gloria, tell me what your last name is. Pavlardo. What, what's it's that? Pavlardo. Pavlardo. Yeah, it's a little odd. Pavlardo. Where, where is it from? Um, Sicily, I think. Oh, it's Sicilian. Okay, my you know my wife is Italian. Yeah. She's from uh, the family is from Sicily, but her her surname is Cook because she she's also uh, Sicilian English. But her the the maiden name was Mazzone, Mazzone or something. I don't I don't speak Italian, so I'm not going to even try and yeah. venture venture how to say that. But anyway. Well, thank you, and I just want to thank you for all the great work you've done on the show. And uh, my question is. Basically, just what what do you think about that the relationship that Elijah has formed with Lena over the season from the beginning, very different at the end, and where do you think it might go in the future? You know, um, I, 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 you know, I've said this in interviews before. I, I think that um, she's everything uh, he sort of aspires to. You know, I, I, as, as sort of. Uh, I, I think the longer he's around her, the more human he becomes. Mm-hmm. And I think that might answer it all. After my two, two of the most long-winded answers of all time, I come up with one that's just a sentence. I think the longer he's around her, the more human he becomes. And there's a, you know, there was a line um, 
there was a line that was actually cut um, uh, for time purposes, and I, and I understood, but it was, it was actually sort of uh, it's, it said a lot to me, and 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 actually, and I can tell why they sort of removed it, but it was something that uh, we communicated without saying it. You know, and uh-huh. and I think that's why they removed it. But there's one one line Elijah said, says to Elena in, in one of the final episodes, and he says to her, um, after the the elixir is kind of destroyed, or after, you know, um, mm-hmm. he says she's she's sort of looking at her oddly, and she says, "What is it?" And he goes, "It's nothing. It's just you know, you remind me of how um, of how great it is to be human. Oh, I believe I'm. I hope I'm not paraphrasing." You, you 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 remind me of um how beautiful it can be to be human and it's just and i think that that's that's her in a nutshell that's their relationship in a nutshell i mean she's such a hero i mean she's such a, she's so much tougher than everybody else there you know she doesn't have the powers to sort of to to fall upon she doesn't have you know she's just and 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 that's why i think the show is kind of masterful because i i think it's definitely the exploration of what it is to be a person and to sort of celebrate that like that's what that's what the goal is that's why i think that there is this inherent fascination with vampires and there kind of always will be is because immortality gives you a glimpse into what if you could do this for an incredibly long period of time you know and uh and then you know and and then he looks at some like someone like Elijah looks at someone like Elena and thinks, man, even within her own mortality, she's she's greater than some creatures that lived for centuries that I knew that were despicable and you know I think yeah. that he's you know she's uh, she's a warrior and 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 I, and I love that she values her humanity. Where do I want to see it go? Um, as far as it can. As far as it can, I love I love working with Elena. Jeez, um, oh I've done that twice. I've switched names for characters. I love working with Nina and um, uh, and uh, and Elena and 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 I um, and I think that her and and uh, and Ian are going to do some exciting things this season. I think everybody is. I can't wait to see what Paul does with uh, with Stefan and 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 Klaus. You know, yeah. but. Uh, Certainly, I, I, I'd, I'd like to until they throw me off as the shorthand answer to that question. You know, how, how far would I like to go until until they decide they don't need me anymore? Okay, thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you. Night, Gloria. Good night. Good night, Bye. Gloria. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Daniel. Okay, Bye. Daniel. Our next caller, I believe you know her. You actually follow her on Twitter. Her name Yay. is Jen. Is Jen? It's Lynn. I, I, you know, my my phone just cut out. Like right as you said that. That's okay. Say, it's, it's Lynn. You actually follow her. Lynn. Oh, Twitter. Lynn. Okay, sure, sure. It's hey, an Lynn, accent are you there? thing. Yeah. Hello, Lynn. I I know I know who this is. Hi. I Can met you, you me? once, didn't I? Yes, you did. Oh my God, you were so sweet. We had stayed out there all night when y'all were shooting well, the sacrifice, and you were the only one that stopped to talk to us. No, I mean, it was a pleasure to stop, you know, like, I, I felt terrible because it was cold. I was thinking, what are you doing out here? But I do remember meeting you, and uh, and it was and it was very sweet of you to, to meet us. I, I do regret not sticking around for longer, actually. I, I know that I was chatting to you, and I was kind of ready to get out of there, but I, I was like, <laughs> I, should have, I should have hung out a little longer, if anything. But um, But it was sweet to talk to you, and thank you for being such an awesome uh, supporter. 
Oh, well, no, you please don't apologize. Just thank you for stopping. Y'all have been shooting all night long. I know you were exhausted. Just the fact that you stopped and talked to us, I mean, that was incredible. It made my entire trip, believe me. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, um, okay, I guess I'll ask my question now, huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. But, uh... <laughs> so hold on, you know I'm going to interrupt you before you do. So listen, you, you just said that you made a trip. Now, wh- where'd you make a trip from? Louisiana. Holy smoke! I love Louisiana. Where are you from, Louisiana? Well, originally Baton Rouge, but now I live kind of in a little town halfway between Baton Rouge and New Orleans. Oh wow! I love New Orleans. It's it's the greatest. I I, I was there in um, 2003, and uh, I, the the radio there is. Unbelievable. The food is terrific. I had such fun. There's something haunted about that place, for sure. Don't you, don't you agree? I, I do agree. I mean, it's got a lot of history, and there's supposedly a lot of haunted places down there. So I know, I and I don't even believe in that stuff. But man, there's some sort of spirit <laughs> there that's, and it's, but it's kind of beautiful too. Like you, it, it's it's mystical, and it, I, I don't know. There's something really special about it. I need to take my wife down there, and we need to go and, and hang out because it's it's. There's no no place like New Orleans on earth. That's that's for sure. That's and right. it's so old. You feel its age, you know. And it's and right. those street musicians and the bars and all. It's so much fun. Anyway, sorry. Question time. That's okay. <laughs> you can talk all you want. <laughs> I talk too much. I'm sorry. No, you don't. <laughs> all right, man. Um, well, my question is, you know, just not too long ago they announced that Joseph Morgan was going to be a series regular. And a lot of your fans, including myself, big time, would really like to hear them say the same about you. But we realize that with you being married and living on the West Coast, that could present difficulties. So if it was offered, would you be open to accepting a full-time series regular? That's a really good question. And, and yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't want, like, if you're on a cool show that's really popular with, the, like, the sexiest fan base of all time, I mean, seriously, everybody's just so... Everybody's so nice and and loves the show and and you know and and I've got the coolest I think I have the coolest character on it and I'm not that's not a compliment to myself I'm saying that I have been written the coolest character that's certainly not me blowing smoke into a certain orifice. Mm-hmm. Um I I I I, uh, I I I just I feel I feel very privileged so why wouldn't I you know why wouldn't I it's you know um it's it's going to be a bit of a scheduling thing I I have um. You know, uh, I I I recently oh, oh I got a kitty about to walk on the phone. Kitty, I'm, I'm it's just a zoo around here, buddy. Get off. Um, I uh, you know um, I recently got a, 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 a you know a pilot which I have to go and shoot up in um, uh, up in Canada uh, in Toronto, which is a, a medical a drama. Um, and so so you know there's always there's always conditions to things like if I. If I, if we get picked up for the whole season, you know, um, then I'm going to have to go do that, and you know, I mean, you know, I essentially signed a deal, you know, with these people, so so you know, if I have to go, I have to go. But luckily, they were open to me being able to play Elijah as well, so hopefully, I would be able to do the um, the medical show and um, and uh, and and that and and the Vampire Diaries. I mean, I'm going to be hard-pressed to find a gig that I like as much as, as the Vampire Diaries, I'll be honest with you. It's just, you know, I love the cast. I love that crew. I love everybody that, that's working there. 
Um, I kind of have a crush on Julie Plek. It's, I, I, did I just say that on the air? I said that on the air. And, and, and I mean, it's all... Get off me. My cat is digging its nails into my back. Um, I'm sorry. It sounds like I'm Dr. Doolittle here, right? Anyway... <laughs> Um, but no, but no, I I uh, I would totally take it up in a heartbeat. It would be awesome. Awesome. Uh, if, if I was, if we were able to to to, to fit it in, and, and hopefully we are, you know. Well, we will be uh, campaigning to Julie and Kevin. <laughs> believe me. That's awesome. All right, Lynn. Well, thank you so much. We want to um, thank you while you're on the air too, because Lynn actually sent Daniel the message for us on Twitter. So she's one of the reasons why we were able to actually. <laughs> We booked him, so thank you, Lynn. Lynn, thank you so much, yes. I, I really appreciate that. Well, thank you very, very much. Cool. Okay. I look forward to, to uh, chatting with you again soon. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Night, Lynn. Good night. Okay, Daniel, that was our last caller, so we'll just go back in to doing our questions now because we don't want to run out of time. And, sure, and sure. you finished. So um, the next question I had was... Um, one of the best scenes this season for me was when Elena actually took her life into her own hands and pulled the dagger out and brought you back to us for the third time. Um, yes. How does it feel to keep coming back to life? Because sometimes I, you must feel like a cat with nine lives at this point. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's tricky. Again, I, I, my heart goes out to the creators, you know, because I think that, you know, I can, see, I can smell their conflict, you know, in that – they want to keep me around because, let's face it, I, there's no better expositional device than an Elijah telling you exactly what happened. But you want to kill him because <laughs> you want to get him out of the road because he's a badass assassin. So it's an inherent conflict in the narrative, I think, that it's just – it's very it must be so difficult to write that because they set this guy up as this, you know, murderous, basically, you know, Jedi, and then he kind of dies, not you know, sort of – you know, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, they they sort of remove him, and then they 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 need him to bring everybody into the fold. You know, I definitely we definitely needed to do a bit of a tap dance to bring in Klaus. I I feel for them. I, I, I look, I, I turn up and do my job because they're, they're always going to do something fun for me, no matter what, you know. And and it's a pleasure to work hard for people who have worked hard enough to make your storyline work. But truly, um, uh, I, I I don't have in many feelings one way or the other i'd like to not look put it this way if i if i come back to the show i'd like to not die so many more times i'd like to i'd like to return him to that status of the guy who uh who's to be reckoned with you know i i think he is i think he's i think he should be terrifying and uh and uh, and I and I I guess my only fear is I, I guess I fear for the fans that if he if we do bring him back and we keep killing him again and again like that that it, that it becomes sort of a okay well where was the guy that we met you know which was not invincible but right. sort of but 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 at the very least uh, a threat you know yeah hopefully they'll destroy you can de- you'll figure out how to destroy the dagger this time when they pull it out. That's a good idea. Look at you. you're already like a co-writer. That's a great idea uh, it? <laughs> it destroys it destroys the dagger, which is probably impossible to do, but that's a really interesting idea. okay. If you could pick which character pulls the dagger out in season three, who would you like your story to start with this time and why? Shit. Um, oh, pardon me. Um, 
Because I like working with all these guys, I love Ian and I love Nina. But I've, I've kind of, I, I always have so much fun with 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 Ian when we do scenes. To be honest, that that would be a fun route. But but I'm just looking from a purely narrative perspective. Um, is that um, and, and the fact that he's an incredible pal as um, as Paul Wesley. You know, I'd like I'd like it if Stefan kind of went down this terrifying path and then you know, with Klaus, and then somehow was kind of brought to his senses, and then, you know, and because because he's with Klaus, he sort of has access, and then he's the one who sort of releases me, and then maybe, you know, perhaps Stefan and Elijah could bring the kingdom of Klaus down. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the creator. But I always think it's a little pretentious of actors to sort of speculate on where a narrative should go, because it's really up to the, uh, the masterminds of the creators. Yeah, I think we're all excited for who's going to, if it gets pulled out, and to see Stefan go down that route. We're all really excited to see that. He's so he's such a great guy, that guy. He's just, I can't say enough great things about him. He's so fun, and, uh, I, I can't, you know, he's um, he's a, he's a really good pal. They all are. Okay, the writers are calling season three the season of the originals. How exciting is that for you, and do you have any suggestions for who they should cast as the rest of as the rest of the original family? Um, well, uh, yeah, look, these suggestions are always uh, are always funny and strange and and awkward because whenever people get cast, you're like, yeah. You know, you've made these other suggestions, and they've read about them, and they're like, I mean, I remember Joseph Morgan busting my balls one day, going, "Oh, great! So you thought Ian McShane, and uh, who was the other one? I can't remember. J- uh, Jonathan Rhys Meyers." And he goes, "Thanks a lot, man." You know, like so. Even though it was tongue in cheek, I was like, "Oh, great!" But um, you know, uh, I could speculate all I want. Truthfully, I just think uh, I think these guys are very smart at, at, at whomever they cast. Um, uh, you know, if we're going to go down a love interest, Lena, you know, probably Eva Mendes for Elijah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> sorry, baby. I love you, baby. I'm kidding. I'm just, that's a joke to my wife. That's a anyway. Um, but seriously, Eva Mendes. <laughs> well, I think it's just as much fun just to wait and see as it is to guess, though. So. Yeah, for sure. Eva Mendes. I'm just kidding. Sorry, that joke is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Were you as surprised as I was to find out that Klaus had your entire family hidden right under your nose the entire season? Um, yeah, I mean, do you think that's under his nose? I mean, I mean, I... Um, I think I was surprised to see all the coffins there. Yeah, but, yeah for sure. I mean, but I, I don't look, know how much he's been moving them around either, too. You know, it well, kind yeah, of I mean, it just been it around just, the block a little bit. It would seem logical that he would just remove them. You know, like would would do anything. He would take them to Hades if he had to, but the the the, the, the bodies would just be gone. What it did present to me was why did he kind of, you know, I, I mean, I guess. Better the devil you know, right? Like if if he's got yeah. them, even in the, that okay, I haven't thrown them to the bottom of the ocean. They've somehow sort of survived and you know, and come back up. I, I'm just trying to think of what what one would do, and 
and, and it's creepy to start thinking of what, what you would do to really get rid of bodies. And I don't think we should do that on public radio. I think it it looks like to me maybe he knew that he may need them one day. And just in case he might need them, he needed them there where he could bring them back. That's, I think that's, that's what I think. where I was leaning to. That's, that's, that was my trans. Or maybe I'm just trying to attach myself to your smart um, speculation. There you go. All right, did you know that the fans have started an Elijah for Mayor of Mystic Falls campaign? What do you think about that? You know, I did see this. I saw this recently on uh, Twitter. Um, And uh, it's, you know, it's it's so sweet. I'm not sure I kind of entirely understand it. I do think he does look kind of like a, you know, a a politician or as as someone once said when I initially started that I look like a young Republican. You know, you know, on a side note, that's an interesting phenomenon too. That you know, in the beginning, people were so because I was new, there was a lot of there was a few vicious sort of things said about the way that I looked, and then once the character became popular, then everything that people were being vicious about was suddenly the most popular things about him. Like, oh, he has such wonderful hair, and in the beginning, it was like he has the worst hair. And I agree. I, I mean, I never walk around with that with Elijah's haircut. You know, I just don't. It's, it's terrible. But 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 it's it, but it works for Elijah, and I kind of wanted to capture that part of him. And and certainly his hair screams mayor, or or, or at least somebody in public office. Um, I, I I don't know. It, it, it seems so odd. I mean, I know that he aesthetically fits. I'm not sure that I I completely understand it. Can you explain it to me more, the Elijah Fumera thing? Um, I think that they just think that you're you're in charge. That you could come in and you could change the way things are done in Mystic Falls, and nobody really likes Mrs. Lockwood at this point because she's kind of bitchy. I mean, let's be honest and. Oh, and she's no, so I think sweet. if a vampire turns out to be the mayor, then that'll change a lot of things in Mystic Falls. It, yeah, but one thing that happens, around. Mm, you know, if a soul's been around for about a thousand years, let's just say, um, this creature's been around for millennium. You know, let's say millenniums make it even more exciting and make Julie Plex's job even harder. Let's say yeah. millenniums, plural. Um, then the last thing on Earth that anybody who's been around, even over 200 years, the, the last occupation on Earth that one would undertake would be politics, I imagine. I, I, I bet that when, when Elijah might look like a prude, but I think that he has a good time. I think he, I think he has an elegance and a style, but I don't think, I don't think he's a bore. And I think that the idea of dealing with, uh, with, with, uh, with the logistics and the, the um, the everyday sort of uh, machinations of, of of public office would be just such a total bore. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, I, 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 he he he's he's a lone wolf, you know. Yeah, he's got too much going on to be worrying about um, who's going to be paying at the park at meters and all that good stuff. So. For for sure, but but I'm I'm very flattered that people think that he could, he could, he could be representative in that way, and I don't I mean in any way to detract. Way to make you say. What's that? Sorry. I think oh, that's so sweet. Find a way to make you stay. Well, maybe he can be the, the, the mayor in everybody's hearts. I, I always say, that, you know, yeah. I, I, I just think I replied to somebody at one point saying, yeah, he's, he's taken up office uh, as the mayor in a, in a little town called Mayhem. I, I think of him as the as the mayor of Mayhem. Like that. That's that's what he is. He's he's a. He thinks he's the mayor in every room he walks into anyway. (laughs) 
Okay, well, um, Daniel, I have a little secret to tell you. Yes. Um, I actually do the tours of the sets in Covington and that they use for Mystic Falls. And one of the sets that we tour is the Lockwood Mansion. And mm-hmm. you're probably you're probably going to get a little mad at me, but the homeowners, they told me a very funny story about you and Stephen the Swan. And I was wondering if you would please tell us what happened that day during filming. No. I, I, somebody else mentioned this to me, and I can't. I don't quite know. Um, look, I goof off a lot, and I'm trying to think of what this could possibly be. I mean, can you give me a prod in the direction? Because honestly, and I'm not trying to be uh, evasive here. I just don't. No, um, I, I, I don't that, really. Um, that Stephen the Swan, and um, for those of you, my listeners, most of my listeners know, but since you don't know, I'll, I'll kind of throw it in there that. Um, um, Stephen and Meryl the Swans had babies a while back, and oh. um, I don't remember if the babies were born yet when you were filming. I think um, the mama was still sitting on the nest, so they were really protective. And Yeah, they were really protective, and um, supposedly Stephen got out and um, maybe chased you and Elena, you and Nina a little bit. Okay. Do you remember that? I remember it may not have been as funny a story as I thought it was. I know. You know what? I, I, I honestly, I don't recall that. And look, and I would remember because I grew up in this little town in New Zealand called Hamilton, and we lived on this—I guess you'd call it a lake. It was kind of just this expanse of water filled with weed. It was like an awful cocktail at the end of the night, if I'm honest. It, it just—we it, we lived we lived on the shores of that, and there were many swans. And I kind of already have a bit of a. I know that swans can be immensely sort of territorial, especially around their, their babies, and um, I I would remember that. I think that, you know, um, I think that, I think that he I think that the owners might be confusing me with uh, one of the other one of the other cast members because that I don't remember being chased by 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 anything uh, that wasn't Nina Dobrev. Uh-huh. Well, that's and that was because right. she wanted my ice cream. We had these yeah, amazing ice cream. Yeah, we were trying cream. to get a funny story out of you. So, um, since since you don't you don't know about that story, what about any funny on set hijinks? Maybe um maybe the cast because I know that Ian, um I think you said earlier he tends to try to molest you. So, do you have any funny stories you can share? He's always trying to molest you. He's always grabbing you and just I mean that's just Ian. I, I just just there's nothing you can do. He's so sweet. He's he's the weirdest combination of like a a gentleman and kind of like an eight year old child. Like he's just you know I don't remember a day when I on set when I wasn't kind of groped or like you know I walk by and be you know the the the, the moment you think you're safe is is when you're going to get you know grabbed in in regions I'd rather not mention and you know and just he's just he's just the worst. But he's and the best, but but I mean, uh, a lot of women are wishing they were you right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess it's um, it's uh, he's funny, you know. He 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 keeps it so light that stuff. You know, I, I'm trying to think of a really funny sort of occurrence. Um, you know, there's there's a scene where um. Where Matt Davis, you know, who I love, and, and I've, I've actually hung out with him back in, in L.A., which has been really fun. Um, but and, and Paul back here, I have, Ian and Nina, I think, are still still traveling. But um, uh, Matt um, had this scene, which you guys will probably remember, which is after he's come to, after Klaus has sort of disposed of his body, you know, 
and we're just sort of explaining to him like what's happened and for whatever reason it just became the funniest thing in the world that this guy had come to and uh and you know i, I don't know if you guys can remember the scene but we're in the, that sort of that big room uh, in the salvatore house and 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 stefan's walking up and down between us and sort of saying okay so what do you remember what what happened you know and 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 uh we're sort of explaining back to you know to uh alaric that you know what's happened and something became immensely funny in the middle of it and we felt like kind of eight-year-olds it's, it's weird it's a weird um uh form of hysteria uh you, you guys use the term corpsing like when, when when you basically can't control a laugh um when, when you're doing a scene and you know we're it was almost like you know when you're a kid and you're in school assemblies or whatever and or you're in church or whatever and you know you're not supposed to laugh and it actually just makes the situation funnier you know yeah. Like it, it, oh, was yeah. that, it was that thing where I can't remember what aspect of it was, which is probably going to make the story utterly redundant. But like, we were supposed to be so somber, recounting this sort of uh, his return to sort of cognizance and 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 consciousness, and instead all we ended up doing was just like crying, you know, crying with laughter until you know the poor director, like who's is a total sweetheart. Um, Ended up coming in and saying, "You guys, you gotta like we, we gotta get this done." It's 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 a it's a weird and difficult phenomenon to explain to people, but it's actually, and it looks like an indulgence, and it, it's not. That's not a very good story. I didn't tell you a very good story. I wish I told you a better story. No, I tell you, I think that one of the reasons the show is so good though is because all the actors are such good friends behind behind the scenes, and they do have fun together and. And it brings a whole new a whole new thing to the show as well. So, and it's got to make going to work every day, you know, something you want to do instead of something you have to do. So. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Why do you think we have not seen Elijah's vampire face yet? Do you think he feeds on blood directly from the source or from blood bags like the Salvatores? That I I I I, I have an idea about that, and uh. And I and I know and I think again I'm so lucky and privileged to play this guy, you know, like because I think that I think that that's the coolest thing about Elijah is that he's think of it think about it. There's just no vampire that has been known really in popular culture history that's, that that has never exposed their fangs. Sooner or later they do in every, you know. Uh, they, they, they just do like you name me a movie where the vampire didn't expose their teeth, you know, and uh, and, and he he hasn't, and I love it about him, and I just think it was such a, and I, I I mean, these guys think about everything, and I think it was deliberate, and uh, I have a, I have an idea, but I'm not going to say it here, as to, as to why I think he hasn't, but because I, I think that Julie's idea is going to be way more interesting than my own. Right. I, yeah, I just I thought it was neat. Um, Lynn actually sent us that question, and when I th- and I had to think about it, and I was like, you know, she's right. We haven't seen his vampire face yet, and the no. only time we saw him feed is when Elena gave him the blood bags after um, she pulled yeah. the dagger out. Yeah. So, you know, it's those little details that that make it so great. Honestly. I know. I can't wait. I mean, can you imagine what a badass he looks? I mean. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be awesome, uh, you know. If, if we see it, and 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 if we don't, uh, there's gonna be a cool reason. You know? Right. Totally. I can't wait to see either way. So. Me well, too. um, what is the current status of Broken Kingdom, the movie you wrote, directed, and star in with your wife? Well, 
to be honest with you, we ran out of money when we came to uh, post-production. Um, we we went out and independently raised a lot of the money ourselves, and so um, I a lot of the reason one of the reasons I'm in the Vampire Diaries is because I returned to acting to go and I'd taken three years off before um, 2010. I took three years off acting from 2007 to 2010 to to make this movie, which was some you know that's a, that's a fair chunk of time from between 31 and 34. Those are some key years in an actor's life. It might have been. Suicide, but actually, luckily, I sort of trampolined back into, you know, this role and you know, and a few other great shows and stuff. And so I, I was, I've been very, very, very fortunate. And now this thing I'm off to do in Canada, you know, um, but uh, you know, we independently went and raised all this money. Um, I we we ran out of money when we came to the post production side of things. So I've been sort of incrementally, thank God for the Vampire Diaries, paying off what was necessary to have happen in post-production. So we're very nearly, I've just finished the coloring, I'm about to do the sound, the, the 5.1, which is the, the sound mix, for those of you who don't know, and um, and uh, and we're just sort of starting to send it out to festivals and stuff. And we just recently accepted into the uh, the Rhode Island Film Festival, which is really cool. Um, we, we were accepted like something like six weeks before the, they, they officially notify people because they were that interested in the film, which is really great. But we... It's shot in Colombia and uh, and in Los Angeles, and it's um it's 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 my heart. That movie's my heart. You know, it's I think it's it's my first time directing, and uh, and I it won't be my last. And and I think and um in the next few weeks I'm going to be sort of uh you know raising money for it online to, in order to uh in order to pay for the uh the, the last big you know to do the last big push um f- to to get it out into the world and into distributors' hands, et cetera, and and I'm excited. I just I'm so proud of the film. I think my wife does the most unbelievable performance in it. It's it's just it's not a date movie. Let's just put it that way. It's it's mm-hmm. a hard watch. It's it's a hard, very gritty, independent drama. A lot of it's in Spanish, you know. Um, I had to learn Spanish in order to be able to do the movie, and I taught myself that. And from that's amazing. Well, it, um, well that's, thank you so much. But you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of terrible. I'm not. I'm not terrible. I'm, de- I'm decent. I'm. I'm I'm relatively sort of fluent now, but uh, but it's the the movie's so so pretty. I'm so proud of it. I, as a first film, I, I'm just uh, I, I I just had such wonderful people, and I feel blessed by the the universe that it, that it took the shape that it did. And I just can't wait to make many more. I feel, I feel like one of those you know you know how there's some women who sort of will bitch all the way through pregnancy or whatever. They're up on the stirrups and they have a baby, and then the stories of Women who immediately, right after they'll have a baby, say, "I want another one." You know, like even though yeah. they had the worst time being pregnant. That's how I feel about Broken Kingdom. Is that it was so incredibly hard, but I, I, I can't wait to do it again. I, I love it as much as I love being an actor. I, I don't love it more because I love being an actor, but I love to direct. I just, I love actors. I love them. You know. Well, that, that's really exciting, and and I really hope that you'll use your Twitter to kind of keep us as fans notified so that way when it comes out in a way that we can go watch it that we can go and support you because it's, it's oh a, i would, lo- I would you know, love once that. you know an actor I, and, and a director are so they're so passionate about something then you know it's going to be that much better just because your passion's there for it you know i i i, I the twitter's the first place i would go i mean the, 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 I, I i can't think of a it's just it's just the most it's just the sweetest thing. I just, I honestly don't deserve it at all. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you when you come to these, these, these little missives and 140 characters, which you know, 
armies of them will tell you is not enough and 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 they're kind of right it's just it's so sweet like the 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 goodwill that comes from like you know people who just who are entertained by you and uh, i mean that experience it's like i was saying to you before the interview you know i was saying to you that, that we're in a really different time in in history now that that um fans can have this direct relationship with um with actors that they like and support and because of that like it's just very special. Put it this way: I don't think that Twitter even knows what Twitter is yet. Do you know what I mean? I think I think it's going to go to this place that will we'll, that'll look really obvious in a few years. We'll go, well, of course it was going to go here, but it's. I think, I, I think that it doesn't even know what it is yet. Like how just what an incredible. Um, I think it's one of the most exciting things in the world right now. Well, I totally agree, but I'm a Twitter addict, so. <laughs> Oh, I have to. Yeah, I, I have to step away because I because I love it too, and I love I love reading, um, you know, other people's tweets so much. There's so many great people. My wife is so funny too. Like you know, every, everything she reads. I mean, I, I, I of course I I think she's one of the best Twitterers there is. But anyway. Okay, can you tell us the story behind your Twitter name? Oh yeah, actually I will happily, and and I should have really explained this earlier. Uh, my 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 company name is Holy Monster. I um. I can't remember where I was. I remember I read some piece of prose that described a man as a like a, like like what what a man was as a, as sort of you know both an angel and a, and an animal and and then uh, I think you know I, I remember trying to write some sort of um, something to sort of follow that up, which was um, along the lines of uh, I, I, I I can't remember. I, I wrote something that was. It's going to sound so pretentious, but I'm, I'm just being honest. I wrote a piece of poetry that it talked about the the uh, the holy monster, like you know, that's man. I guess it's sort of talking about the conflict, and I kind of just was just interested in it, it's what I call mankind, kind of, and and it's the name of my company. It's sort of you know what 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 it is to be a person. We're both sort of wretched animals that just kind of kill and fucking destroy. Part of my French and. Uh, and but we're also really magnificent and we can be you know we create symphonies of music and you know and incredible art and and wonderful machines that serve, and, and and we're charitable and you know i i'm just so that's that's my that's the thing i'm most curious and most in love with about being a person is that is that we're we're both monsters and uh and and gods, kind of, you know. God, I know I'm sounding like I'm rambling now, so I'm going to stop. No, but, but no, that, yeah. the, the I'm, I thought it was with. a very cool name, and um, and you you have some funny tweets yourself, and I've noticed um recently that you've had some very odd locations listed on your Twitter profile, and um, the most recent ones were the underwear underwear drawer of your heart and Larry King's diaper. So, are we going to be seeing any more crazy locations soon, or do you think? That's Definitely. Going to shoot you for a little while. You know, I, it's 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 so silly, and you know, and and maybe I shouldn't, you know, be mocking anybody out there. It's just it's 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 just all so silly. I I find, uh, I find those location things so funny. I I find the whole, I, I it's it's crazy because it's open season, you know. It's yeah. really it's just it's just such a big, uh, animal, and you and you have to be really careful, because. You know, I mean, pe- people can say such stupid things. I mean, case in point is like, who's that? God, he was—he just said the most offensive, offensive, horrible things. Um, the gentleman from Thirty Rock. 
Um, oh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. I mean, just just the most ignorant, naive, like uninformed, like kind of kind of cyclically uh, um, self-defeating arguments. Like you know, when it, whenever anybody talks about like homosexuals being like you know, uh, being homosexuality being a choice or things like that. I'm just always just like, and, and saying that publicly, I'm like, first of all, this is, you know, that's not the forum for you. You know, if you if you want to go and do that, then go and rant on a street corner. But second of all, you're just so universally offensive right now, you know. And the fact that he was talking about, I had a knife a son of mine, and you know, it's just, anyway, whatever. People get drunk and they say stupid things. I understand that. But the fact that it was just such a, it was such a rant and it was such a, it's a little bit harder too when you when it is a celebrity because people do go to the omen and kind of look up to the omen. I think that that makes it a little bit worse than I agree with you. you. Know. I, I totally agree with you. I think I think that people who are under scrutiny who have a tendency to open their mouths and look at me, I'm I'm one right now. You know, maybe I shouldn't even be talking about Tracy Morgan screwing up, but I think it was just such a colossal f up. You know that I um. You know, I, I feel kind of at great liberty now to, to to speak about the idiocy of comments like that. It's just like so. so, so I mean, it's just so ignorant. But anyway, but 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 the, the the point that I was making is, you have to exercise sort of a due sense of caution. It's interesting because sometimes you know you'll, I'll tweet something that's really just sort of uh, I'm playing around, you know. Uh-huh. And not it, you don't always reach people with the humor. But one thing I'll never do on Twitter, I'll never do this on Twitter, is I'll never defend myself. Like, if I say something, I, I said it. And I thought about it, and I said it. And if I made a mistake, if I come back on and defend those things, I just think the dumbest thing in the world for me is reading when people have tweeted, and then somebody you know writes back and says, that's terrible, or they, or they get some bad you know responses, yeah. and, then they, and then they go back to defend it. I think... For me, Twitter is this giant piece of, you know, expression. And, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm even amazed when I look, think of, like, someone like, you know, like the, the bravery of folks like, you know, Julie and Kevin, you know, who we, we, we're elements of the show. You know, what I mean, there's any number of things that we could say that could uh, spoil things for the show. For example, I couldn't mention that I was doing anything on set while, right. I, while, while I was filming on set because there were months in there where people didn't know whether or not I was back alive, and I was very careful to. And you know what's cool about Julia's? She tr- she never gave me that speech or hey don't don't ruin that or don't spo-, you know even though she knew I was active on Twitter she never did. And I don't know whether it never. I, I'm going to say it did cross her mind, but she's just so trusting, you know. That's yeah. one of the special things about her. Well, we're definitely glad you're on Twitter. We just wish you would tweet more. So I yeah. know, I know. I, I wish I would. T- I've, I've got to. I, I do have to make more time. It, it, truthfully, at the moment, I'm just getting this whole package together in order to go to sort of Kickstarter. I'm sure you've heard of it, you know, to kick, Kickstarter.com and do this this whole push, which is coming out in the next week or two. For 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 Broken Kingdom because I need to uh, I need to finish up the post so I'm just working like crazy and then I'm off to go and film this pilot. Well, um, the next question was actually, do you have any um, current projects or anything that's coming up that we can look forward to seeing you in that you want to tell your fans about? Yeah, I mean, obviously Broken Kingdom, and, but um, you know, the, the 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 pilot I'm shooting at the moment is called Saving Hope. I'm I'm doing it with Erica Durance from uh, from Smallville. You know, she's playing my. I guess we're kind of love interests. She's it's 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 an interesting sort of medical drama. I 
it, look, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're going to go and shoot this pilot, but it, it, you know, a, a ABC has to pick us up for anybody to Fine. see it. You know what I mean? So it's a difficult one to say, hey, look out for this. But I don't know. I've got a lot of, I, no pun intended. I've got a lot of hope in this thing because it's, uh, it's there's something very pretty about it and very, um, and, and he's a very different character from Elijah. Obviously, like you know, I, I play the sort of the, the young doctor of the of the show and. And it's just exciting for me to go and 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 build a whole new character in a, in, a, in a completely different universe. I um I hope that I can get to do Elijah and this guy if we go to series. If we don't go to series, so it's kind of win win, you know. Right. But 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 it's only win win if I get to do the series and I get to come back and do some Elijah because I'm greedy. Exactly. Because we don't want you to leave from the vampire. No, I, I don't want. I don't want to leave. I, I, I They're first. Leave. They come first, right? <laughs> For sure. Well, okay. Um, Jennifer from the chat room wanted us to ask you about the earthquake in New Zealand and if your family is okay. My family is okay. These were two smaller aftershocks. One was a five on the Richter scale. One was a six. My family live in the North Island, and luckily, my my parents, who are the only ones who sort of live there still, were actually turning around Australia at the time. So I'm uh, everything. Everybody's safe. But these these earthquakes have been shocking. I mean, they just leveled the city. Again, you know, I'm not to steer everything back to Twitter, but like, um, you know, Twitter, you know. The, the donations and the support that I received when I had like, honestly, I had like only fifteen thousand followers or something at the time, you know. Which I don't mean only. That sounds so pretentious. But I mean, I, I, I'm lucky that I have a good number. But like, even then, like we, I mean, I remember tweeting something once, and then it was just it just became this phenomenon, you know. Like people were were calling up and donating through. You know, to, to Twitter sort of basically busted the New Zealand Red Cross line. Right. Because, well, because I also went to Ian and Nina, which which helps a lot because they've got like armies. Um, but yeah, uh, I uh, it, 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 that was immense for me. I, I, I it really made me restored my hope and and, and people and. Yeah, and, I definitely say the thing about Twitter because we we there is a following there, and if if you need something, if there's ever anything that you want to want to get the word out about, that is definitely the way to do it because within ten seconds, everybody all over the world knows. So. I know it's just you know I want, it's funny what gets you too you know like there's this girl the other day sorry this, this boy sort of tweeted me and said um, that that a girl that he knew was 15 and she had cancer you know and she was terminal and she only had some months to live and she'd started this blog you know so I retweeted her on my thing and I started reading about it and I just got obsessed and it's funny man because it, it just it's um it's just so it, 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 it's so deeply moving you know when you read something like that and you realize just how sort of privileged you are and but but how immense something like Twitter is that it can create all this sort of support for a girl like that who, it just, I mean, it, it just killed me. I, it, it, it literally slayed me reading that about that young girl. Um, I just, I, I think I'd been I'd been so preoccupied all day with some of my petty sort of uh, preoccupations and whatever, and I just, just reading something like that was, um, it, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And but, I've but, definitely but it was read so awesome that we could some of those her, things. You know? so. what, what's that, honey? I said I've definitely read some of those. I mean, there's, there's so much heartbreak out there, and 
and it's sad. It really is. I know, but at least Twitter offers communication to that. And it does. To that, it definitely you know, does, and it does help, like, the Red Cross and the different charities. I, you know, like, Ann has charity. It, it is the way to get the word out about those things. I'm glad that, that you were able to tweet and get the donations that you needed. It, was there anything else, do you think, that you needed to tell the fans about tonight? That Do they still need donations? Do you know? I would go to the Red Cross New Zealand online. You know, I, I would go to just just go if you went, you know, Google search Red Cross New Zealand and, and then go, and go make donations there. I mean, I, what what has sort of annoyed me at the, at the time the first donations came through is that site wasn't ready to handle heavy traffic. And as soon as like you know Nina came in, and, and you know, I mean, it just ended it because it just right. couldn't handle the flow. And, and now it's been sort of adjusted accordingly. And you know, but uh, it's um. You know, look, any donations are, are, are wonderful. That, that's a city that was leveled, you know. It was a city yeah. where I first, my first, I mean, I'm 35 now. My first acting job was when I was 20, and I went down to the Court Theater there, which was this, like, 250, 300-year-old building there, which is gorgeous, you know. And I, 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 I did my first show in there, uh, Anthony, no, what did I do? Anthony and Cleopatra was a Shakespeare, and um, and that is it's just leveled now. It's rubble, and it's it's kind of it's it's it is a tragedy, and and so many people injured, so many you know, I mean that that city has been rocked. I would like to tell Mother Nature to back the f off. Yeah, <laughs> I totally <laughs> we'll agree. She's we'll been she's been pretty tough, a, a whole all the way around like, the world. Like, Absolutely, like, she's uh, she's packing a punch right now. She's pissed off. Yes, yeah, she and, is. Uh, she's right, like so a woman that could stood up on a date. It's not yeah. it's not a good time. <laughs> it's not go. a good time. Um, well, um, fans, you heard um, you heard Daniel. So if you definitely, if you were one of those that went on the site and you tried to donate the first day, and maybe you got kicked off because the site was down, they're still needing donations. So let's try to get that done tonight if you can. Um, we'll get Amy to find the link for you, and she'll put it up in chat for everybody. And um, Daniel, we just appreciate you spending your evening with us, and we can't wait to till you come back and join us in season three. I want to thank you in advance for agreeing to sit down with us at Icon if everything works out. And yeah, absolutely. I really want I really want to make Icon work as well. Right. Um, okay. Uh, we have one last um, little favor to ask you, mm-hmm. and that's if you don't mind providing a sound clip for us. It's um, just whenever you're ready, however you want to say it in your own words. If you can just say something along the lines of this is Daniel Gillies from Vampire Diaries, and you're listening to the VRO, then we'd really, really appreciate it. Of course, I'll do it right now. Hey, you want me to do it right now? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I wasn't sure. The, anyway. um, hi, this is Daniel Gillies speaking. Uh, I play Elijah on the Vampire Diaries, and you are listening to the VRO, and it's very sexy in here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Daniel. And like I said, we can't wait to see you in Season 3, and we appreciate you staying for over an hour with us tonight. We It's no problem. We had a good time, and taking callers was that was a big deal to us. So we really no, appreciate that. it's a big deal to me too. I mean, I'm you know this is this is this is great. I love it. Uh, so look, have a, have a wonderful evening, and uh, I look forward to talking to you in the future. All right, thank you. Night night. All right, bye, you guys. All right, Amy. I know there was something that you wanted to talk about after we finished with Daniel, but it went kind of long. Do you want to come on and, and say that because I've absolutely forgot what it was by any chance? Uh, yes. <laughs> First, let me say, great interview with Daniel. Um, he can talk, and I love it. I love when we have a guest on that can talk like that. I do, and I um, want to say that um, 
Thank you to Brandon. This was her first official interview as a Vampire Diaries co-host, and she did a very good job. So, Yes, Brandon, you did a wonderful job. Well, I have a friend on Facebook um, who is in Iraq right now. He's in the Army. He's in Iraq, and him and his fiance want to get married. Well, uh, they really don't have the money for it, and I cannot get the website to come up. Well, on Facebook, we'll Twitter it later, but on Facebook there is a contest going on for military families to get married. And if you guys could give, you know, Mike and Ashley a vote, I would really appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, um, we definitely are going to go vote for them because we always want to support our military families out there. And, um I just want to say that I'm so excited. I really enjoyed talking to Daniel, and he actually called in 15 minutes prior to air and talked to us the entire time tonight. So he is a total sweetheart, and we really, really appreciated that. Yes, he's amazing. And um, if you're going to Icon, make sure you stop by the VRO table because we are auctioning off some autographed photos, and today in the mail... I actually got a um, David Anderson. Anders. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, Anders, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, David's going to kick my butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, well, um, that's right. You might plan to come see us at ICON, and um, and we're. I also want to say that um, Amber is, Aunt is very, very sick, and um, that's not the reason she wasn't here tonight, but I do want to ask all all of her fans, and even if you're not, you know, anybody that's listening to our show, that definitely any regulars that know Amber, if y'all could um, say a prayer for her family because they're going through a difficult time. I don't think her aunt's going to make it, so um, if we could send some prayers and some loves out, love out to Amber, that'd be great tonight, too. So, And thanks for listening. Oh, nice. and Amber graduated Saturday. That's right, she did. Tell her how proud you are of her. All right, night, guys. Good night, everyone. Do you love movies, music, books, television? You do. Then come on over to the VRO on Blog Talk Radio. We have shows for all your obsessions. Vampires, we've got them. The latest blockbuster movies. They're right here. Fans and books, music and fiction, it's all at the VRO. What are you waiting for? Log on to the VRO today. www.thevro.com.